Peace. That became my story. And it's my song. And Brother Strode said that uh, uh, making comment of a new song. When the Lord saves us, He puts a new song in our heart, don't He, brother? And we're able to sing about what we know about. And I'm thankful for that. We want to try to follow the Spirit of the Lord as always this morning. We need to follow the Spirit of God. I want to ask you this morning if there's anything else on your heart before we change uh, the course of the service. Anything. If not, once again, it's good to be in the Lord's house. Uh, I need your prayers today, as I always do. Um, I have struggled with this thought very much. I don't normally tell Jessica what I'm going to preach on, nor did I this time, but I did tell her that uh, it was going to be a difficult subject to cover. Uh, This subject has been on my mind and been on my heart for quite a while. I by no intentions uh, this morning and uh, saying one thing or another, uh, but this is what God has laid upon her heart and I realize there are some people that make the comment, well, I wish the preacher would preach more towards the lost, or I wish the preacher would preach more towards the church. Or uh, All I know to do is to preach what God's laid upon me. That's all I can do. And uh, I want to try to follow His leadership. And I want to say this this morning. In whatever context God lays upon a preacher to preach, If you're here and lost and separated from God, it is no excuse to you. Uh, Today is the day of salvation. Now is the appointed time to be saved. So I want you to understand that today. Uh, With God, there will be no excuse. Uh, If you're here and lost, if you don't know the Lord, I want you to know that today you can be saved. And that's our desire for you Uh, This young lady stood up earlier and said she was thankful to be saved. That she knows she's going to heaven. And that's what I want for everybody. And uh, so I want you to know that today, that you can be saved. Uh, My thought this morning, uh, and I, I need the Lord's help. My thought this morning is, what is gossip and what is it not? And I realized this morning that uh, when you start talking about the tongue and you start talking about things that uh, people, uh, a lot of times, uh, if you will, uh, they get offended by those things. When Jesus was telling them over there in the 6th chapter and He was declaring to them that His flesh, His flesh, and His blood is drink indeed. They said, what is this? And I'm paraphrasing this, but He said, "What what is this new doctrine that He's declaring? And it said some of those disciples followed him no more. He said, this man saith hard sayings. Who can do them? It says they followed him no more. And when he looked over to his disciples, he said, will you also go away? And Peter said, to whom shall we go, Lord? For thou hast the words of eternal life. There are hard sayings when it comes to the Word of God. 
Being a child of God is not always an easy thing. Uh, I have to look at the Word of God and how it's a reflection on my life and correction and things and how I need to do and how I need to walk according to His Word. It's intended uh, for the children of God to read the Word of God and to reflect upon their life and say, God, I need to do better. Help me to do better that I may be a light into this lost and dying world. So this morning, I by no means am intending anything, but I do feel the need to speak on some of these things this morning. It's been on our heart for some time, and uh, the Lord is going to try to let us loose with a little of it. I want to take this morning for some reading in the sixth chapter of Proverbs, and I want to look in the 16th verse, the sixth chapter of Proverbs, in the 16th verse. What is gossip and what is it not? It says, These six things doeth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that deviseth wicked, wicked imaginations, and feet that be swift in running to mischief. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. And I want to look there in the 19th verse uh, for our thought. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. And you say, preacher, uh, uh, we know all of these things. But I want you to know this morning, as he says there in that 6th verse, he says these Six things doeth the Lord hate, yea, seven of them are an abomination. When God says that He hates something, as a child of God, we need to realize that He hates it. It's sin. I was talking to a brother out uh, there uh, in the foyer earlier, and he was speaking in the context of what James said. He said, a man that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. That's sin. So when God says that He hates something and that it is an abomination to Him, He hates it. When you look over in the Leviticus letter and you read about the things that He calls an abomination, He hates them. He doesn't like them. And this is what He says. He says, A heart that devises a wicked imaginations and feet that be swift and to run into mischief. A false witness, one that speaketh lies, and one that is swift, his feet is swift, and running into mischief. You say, well surely preacher, I told you before, uh, my desire this morning is, listen, I'm thankful, and we need to always be this way, when someone comes into this church and they say, boy, as, as a pastor, you know what makes my heart swell as a pastor? When someone comes into the church or the house of the living God and they say, Boy, Pastor, you've got a loving church. Uh, people come up to me and just was glad that I was here. And listen, they went around and introduced themselves to new people. Uh, and took the time to go introduce as a pastor. That makes my heart swell because we need to be a house of God that loves people. 
That's what He's called us to do. To love our neighbor as ourselves, Whether or not they're lost or not, if they're a child of God or not, we need to love our neighbor as ourselves. You asked me this morning, who loves self? I love self pretty good. And if I'm to love my neighbor as myself, I need to love them just as much as I love me. But that's what He said to do. So what is gossip and what is it not? Any time that we speak something, we need to number one, make sure that it is the truth. That it is the truth. Number two, we need to make sure that it's for the edification and for the purpose of exalting the Lord Jesus or helping somebody. It's for a godly purpose. That's what it's about. We're not in the business of running each other down. But rather, the Apostle Paul talks about a time that we ought to exhort one another and lift one another up. That's what the Bible says. Now he does say that we need to admonish one another. But we don't need to go around picking each other's faults out, do we? The writer here says that these six things doeth the Lord hate. He said a proud look. Part of the problem, not only with lost people are, and I see this all the time, is there's pride in their heart. There was pride in my heart when I was lost and separated from God. I thought, surely, uh, Lord, you're not dealing with me. I thought that I'd been a good little boy. Maybe y'all are different than I am. I thought, surely God. I heard a preacher the other night when he was preaching, he said, I I surely wouldn't have done as Adam would have done there in the garden. Surely I wouldn't have took of that fruit. You know what that pride, you know what that is? That's pride. I had that same sense of pride. In my heart, Lord, I've been good. I've never done this. I've never done that. But when I thought about it and God started working on my heart, I thought, yes, Lord, I have done all of those things. And you know something else today? There's still pride there. If we're just being honest with each other this morning, there's still times in my life that I have pride about me. I have to get me out of the way. When we're praying to God, I've got to get me out of the way. Lord, help me. That's the reason why the Scripture talks about uh, those that are humble to be exalted uh, uh, and those that are, well, he uses the word abased, but he's talking about being humbled. You cannot pray to God if there's heart, if there's pride in the way. You can't do it. You might utter the words this morning, but I'm talking about truly praying and seeking out God's counsel in your life. You can't do it if there's pride there. That's the reason why the Lord said, a proud look. There's not a whole lot of amens this morning. That's okay. 
I didn't figure there would be. I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. But I want you to know what the Word of God says. I want you to know what the Word of God says. Not what Casey Cole says. But what does God say about it? What is gossip? Listen to what James says over here. He said... Uh, for in many things we, uh, we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, are driven of fierce winds, yet are turned about with every small hymn, wheresoever the governor listeneth. Even so, the tongue is of a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defiles the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. God give me a set of lips and a set of teeth to be able to hold my tongue back. It says that no man can tame the tongue. But who can? God can tame the tongue. That's what God says. That's what James says. Now listen. When is it not gossip? Listen to what the Apostle Paul says over here in 1st chapter of Corinthians. He said in the 10th verse, he says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, that there be no division among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and same judgment. That ought to be our prayer for our church ordinance. Now he said, I beseech you. He said, I'm begging you. He wrote to them because he had a concern for them and the way that they was living. He said, I'm begging you. I beseech you. By the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever we do, we do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If it's contrary to the truth of His Word, my friend, it's not of God. It's not of God. If it's contrary to what the Word says, it's not of God. Listen to what he says. He said, Forth had been declared unto me of you, my brethren, he still refers to them as brethren, by them which are the house of Chloe, that there are some contentions among you. Now, I'm sure as the Corinthian church, those that were there and a part of that church sat back and said, boy, those, that house of Chloe, boy, they're just out gossiping. They're just out gossiping. They're just out running us down. No, I want you to understand, I believe the house of Chloe, my friend, had a concern for the condition of the Lord's church and they got in touch with somebody that could help them. They weren't out gossiping, were they? 
Now, I don't know very much about this house of Chloe, but I do believe that they were probably members there at the church of Corinth. I don't know if they were in close proximity or not. But the house of Chloe had a concern for the Corinthian church. What was their concern? Well, it says, Now this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul. I am of Apollos. I am of Cephas. I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except for Cyprus and Gaius. He says, some of you go about saying that I, I want you to understand the, basically the, the picture I want to paint to you this morning. And some of them said, well, uh, and I don't know if it's the way it is, it's just kind of the way I see it. They basically said, uh, there's a little party over here of us and we're of Paul. And then you had another little party over here that says, well, uh, you're of Paul, we're of Apollos. And then there was another little party over here that says, well, we're of Cephas, which is Peter. They said, uh, you know, uh, we're with one of the original apostles. We're with him. And then you had another little group that says, well, we're of Christ. And Paul says, listen, this is what he says. He said, is Christ divided? But Listen, he goes on down and, and writing to them and declaring them about the foolishness of the preaching of the gospel. He said, I'm nobody. I come to you and the only thing that I know is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That's what he says. So was the house of Chloe gossiping? No, but they had a desire that the truth might be heard. And when you read through the things of the... Listen, if you've never read about what happened in the, in the Corinthian letter and what was going on, my friend, that church was a mess. But through Paul's efforts, when you go over into the second Corinthian letter, most of those things were cleared up. How many times... We've got to go about things the right manner, don't we? We've got to go by it in a scriptural way. Anybody ever come to you and said, listen, I know something maybe is going on in your life. I want to try to be a help to you. And then you thought back and automatically pride hit your heart. And you thought, boy, them people ain't doing nothing but running around gossiping. If they've come to you with a godly purpose that you might be restored, that's not gossiping. That's scriptural. That's what the Bible says. When the church moves forward and for some reason, if they have to exclude somebody because, uh, listen, uh, we're not adhering to the covenant, which is a promise that we've made to God and to our church that we're going to follow and do the things that it says. If we're not out, listen, do you? when we're a, a member of the Lord's church, you know what we are? We're an ambassador. When I'm out in the world on my daily job, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that I don't make mistakes. Because I do. All of us do, don't we? 
But I'm an ambassador for this church. I'm an ambassador to the Lord Jesus Christ. And if Casey Cole messes up some way, listen, don't go out and run Casey Cole down, but come to Casey Cole and talk to him about it. That's what the Bible says. Now people don't like hearing about that. You know something I love about men's fellowship that we have whenever we have the opportunity to have it. We didn't get to this last time because we had the Siloam Association. When we study the Word of God, there ain't no gossip going on. As far as I know, there ain't no gossip going on in women's Bible study. You know, I'm going to say this. Gossip is not just a woman problem. There's going to be some women that's going to get upset with me about this. Gossip is not just a woman problem. Gossip is a men problem. Gossip is a child's problem. You know how it is a child's problem? Because they hear the things that their parents are talking about. You need to be careful what you say around little ears. When me and my wife are talking, we only try to talk about exhorting the Lord's church and exhorting one another. I don't go home and say, Honey, can you believe this happened? Or can you believe that happened? Because listen, I'm talking around little ears all the time. You say, Preacher, I don't like you. Boy, I don't either. But I want you to know what the Word of God says. We ought to try to help one another. Was the Apostle Paul here in the Corinthian letter, was he gossiping when he wrote to the Corinthian church? Absolutely not. He was trying in a godly way purpose and manner that the truth might be known. That it might help these people. Let me put it to you this way. I was thinking about uh, the sixth chapter of Luke. Y'all pray for me. He says in the 43rd verse, For a good tree bringeth forth not forth corrupt fruit, neither doeth a corrupt tree bringeth forth good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For if thorns of men do gather figs, nor of a bramble bush gather they grapes, a good man out of the good conversation, excuse me, out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good, and the evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. What does that mean? For out of the abundance of his heart, his mouth speaketh. Yes, there's times that my tongue get away from me. I'm as guilty as anybody else. But out of the abundance of the heart, 
out of the good treasure of the heart, out of what God has done for me, my friend, those things are worthy of all exaltation. Those things are worthy to be proclaimed. For out of the abundance of the heart. Listen to me. Put it to you this way. You won't find the word gossip in the New Testament Bible. You won't find it. But what you will find is a word called talebearer. And this is what Proverbs in the 26th chapter says. Where no wood is, the fire goeth out. So where there is no talebearer, the strife ceases. As coals are to burning coals and wood to fire, so is the countenance of a man to kindle strife. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Burning lips and wicked heart are like the pot sheared covered with silver dross. He that hateth disassembleth with his lips and lieth up the deceit within him. When he speaketh fair, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart. He said, where there is no wood, the fire goeth out. So where there is no talebearer, the strife I told you before, one of the greatest things to me is when someone can say, Brother Cole, we've got such a loving church. And you know what my responsibility as a pastor is? Is to continue to keep it a loving church. That's my responsibility. That's my job. I've got a job to do. My job is to preach to you the truth of God's Word. Whether or not we like hearing it or not, it's God's Word. I'm not trying to be uh, a jerk this morning. And I'm thankful as far as I know we don't have any problem with gossip. And you say, Brother Casey, why are you preaching on it? It's what God put on my heart. But I can tell you this. Where there is no wood to fire seeds and where there is no tailbearer, the strife. Listen. I'm not saying this morning. You know. I'm not even saying this. You know you need to be searching the scripture. Bible says, prove all things. That's what it says in 1 Thessalonians in chapter 5, I believe it's 21st verse. It says, prove all things. Prove what? Prove that I'm preaching the truth. Don't just jump on Casey Cole's bandwagon just because you, you like me. But make sure that I'm preaching the truth. Isn't that uh, what Apostle Paul said over in the book of Acts? I feel like I'm losing y'all this morning. That's all right. 17th chapter of the book of Acts, Apostle Paul says this. I believe it's the 11th verse. He says, These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, 
and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Those in Thessalonica had searched the scriptures so that they know that those things were so. Listen, don't just take Brother Casey's word for it. Search the scriptures. I want you to read. I want you to study. I want you to know in your heart. Uh, that's what Peter said, that we need to be able to stand and give a reason for the hope that lies within us. I remember when I was a young man, I'd tell people about being saved, and I know that I'm saved, and I know that it's eternal, and I don't have to worry about losing my salvation. And you know what people would tell me then? They'd say, show it to me in the Bible. And I'm ashamed to say when I was a young man, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it. But thanks be unto God, I can show you. And it's not by anything that I've done, but what the Lord Jesus has done for me. I can show you multiple places in the Bible where it says that it's eternal and I'm trusting in the Lord Jesus for the salvation of my soul. I'm not bragging in that way. God's helped me. He's helped me to grow and I'm still growing. You say, well, I want to say this this morning. So how do you go to a preacher when you have a question? I'll tell you how I went to my preachers when I had a question. I'd go to them with a humble heart. Listen, I, I don't know about this. Can we look at what the Bible says? Show me. I want to learn. I heard Brother Dean say something the other day. He said, you know, I love Brother Don Curtis. He, me and him has been good friends. They got nicknames for each other. I couldn't tell you what they are. Uh, they're good friends. But you know what he said? He said, me and Brother Don don't agree on everything. And you want to know something this morning? I feel confident that me and Brother Don don't agree on everything. But you know what? I love him. And I respect him. And then when it comes to the fundamental Baptist doctrine, the very things that we're founded on, I know that me and him's in agreement with each other. We might have difference in opinions over this or uh, 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 listen where Jacob was saved or, or whatever it might be. We might have difference in opinions on some of those. I know me and him's talked on several different things and we might have difference in opinion. But my friend, when it comes to the fundamental doctrines of Jesus Christ, we agree. And that's what the Bible teaches. So how are we to handle it? How do we talk to one another? It wasn't too long ago. Oh, y'all just as quiet as can be this morning. I had a sister come to me one Sunday. She said, Brother Casey, I, she said, I've got, I've got, some, got some issues. I said, okay, let's talk about it. Now, she didn't make a big scene out of it. You know what she done? 
she pulled me to a side. And she said, let's talk about it. After the conversation was over, you know what I said to her? I said, hon, I'm sorry. I don't aim to offend. And I don't aim to offend nobody with what the Word of God says this morning. But I said, I don't know if I can fix what you're asking me to fix. But I'm going to tell you what I did do. I said, I respect you and I love you for coming to me. You say, well, where's that at in the Bible? Well, let's just go over to Matthew and read it. Matthew in the 18th chapter says this. 15th verse. He said, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. That's not Casey Cole's words. That's Jesus Christ. He said, If you've got fault or ought with your brother, go to him and him alone. That's Bible. Casey Cole's not making this up. This is what he says. And if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Let me ask you something this morning. How many of us has practiced that? I'm not asking for a show of hands necessarily. I want you to ask that within yourself. You've went to your brother. And you've talked to them. It says, if he will not hear thee, take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him, to be, let him be unto thee as a heathen man and a publican. Now we use that a lot of times in church discipline. But it also is in the, used in the sense of the way that we need to handle and talk to one another. When is it not gossip? If it's used for the purpose of pursuing the truth. For a godly purpose. When is it gossip? When you take something you've heard. You remember what Donald Trump's big thing was? I know. Some of y'all are saying, oh no, he said Donald Trump. Uh, you remember what Donald Trump's big thing was? He said, make America great again. You remember what else he'd say? Fake news. Fake news. I don't hardly watch the news anymore. The fires was going on in Maui, I had no idea. They come in on Wednesday night talking about we need to pray for Maui. I didn't even know why. You say, well, that's just silly. I can't hardly stand to watch the news anymore. Why? Well, it was just like what Donald Trump said. He said it's fake news. Every time you get on there, there's some kind of made-up story somewhere, somehow. And all of it's for an entertainment purpose. When we're talking just to talk for a simple aspect of entertainment and not the pursuit of a godly purpose, then it's gossip. That's what it is. 
we ought to love our brethren and love the Lord's church enough, love the cause enough, That, Brother Strode, I want to do everything that I can, brother, to lift your name up to the Lord Jesus. Brother Don, I love you enough, I want to lift your name up to the Lord Jesus. I want to do everything that I can, Brother Chuck, to lift your name up to the Lord Jesus. That's what we're here for. To help one another. To exhort one another. To love one another. Listen, you say, Brother Casey, we love each other so much. People's talking about it. Listen, cannot the love of God abound more and more and more? And when you think you can't love no more, what's God do? He just opens your heart up and He pours more love in. That's the way God works. I'm not talking about personal preference here. Personal preference is not biblical. It's not. But I'm talking about the pursuit of a godly purpose. I'm not talking about personal preference. I'm just going to be honest with you this morning. I don't mean to hurt no feelings. Uh, I'm not real big on candid music. You say, what's candid music? That's when you're singing. And then you've got a radio playing in the background. I'm not real big on it. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't mean to hurt no feelings. That's my personal preference. You say, why? Folks, we've got piano players in this church that are so talented. That would love to learn the music and play. And boy, they're good. But that's a personal preference. I'm not going to fall out with somebody over that. That's just me. We all have our preferences, don't we? Listen, I, I'm not making this about me. That's not what I'm trying to do. But what I'm trying, and I want us to see, is out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I want to lift your name up before the Lord. I want you to lift my name up. We're here trying to help one another, aren't we? That's what this is all about. It's not to run this one down because they've got less than we do. It's not to hurt this one's feelings because they don't speak as proper. It's not any of that. We're all trying to help one another, aren't we? Y'all may want me to go after today. But I'm going to tell you this. And I'm not trying to be arrogant. But I'm going to preach what God's put on me. I don't mean to hurt no feelings. I love each and every person here. And I want to see each and every lost person saved. Every one of them. But folks, I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't got no time for it. I don't. What God wants to do here is bigger than me, and it's bigger than you. Let God move in our church. Get me out of the way. 
get you out of the way. Say, Lord, I've got a proud look. Get it out of the way. And say, Lord, here I am. Take me, use me. I told Jessica, I said, they'd probably take me out and hang me up by my toes after I'm done today. Uh, that's okay. You don't have to like what I say. Sometimes it's hard. You know the first person it hits? I'm going to tell you, you know the very first person that it hits is me. This old time way means more to me than anything else. You know what it causes to spark a division? I'm going to say this and I'm going to be done. I was a member of a church. I'm not going to call no names. I was a member of a church. I went to a dinner one Friday night. I was sitting at a dinner table. The young people was outside playing. And there was a lady who said something to me about the pastor. You know what she said? I'm just going to put it to you. She said, He's taking money out of the offering plate. That bothered me. If it was you and it was said about me, it would bother you. You say, I can't believe that'd be said. Folks, I'm telling you, I heard it with my own ears. You say, Brother Casey, you're gossiping. I heard it. There was witnesses. It bothered me. I went to that pastor. I said, brother, I'm not going to say any names, but I want you to know that this has been said. I tried to talk to the individual. I said, that's not true. He would never do that. Never. He would never do that. You know what almost happened? It almost tore a church right down the middle. And for what purpose? Why? Just so something's said? For entertainment purposes? Listen to me. God ain't in that. God ain't in that. So I can tell you this right now. And I mean it from the sincerity of my heart. I may have 25 Angry face emojis on Facebook today. That's another pet peeve of mine. I'm not a big fan of. I don't understand that. Y'all say, preacher, I don't understand. Listen, I'm just telling you what's on my heart. I don't like it. I'm not saying I don't like Facebook, but you ought not be putting angry face emojis on the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That don't make no sense to me. Y'all may run me out today, but I'm going to tell you what's on my heart. It don't make no sense. You say what you just said don't make no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Let me say it that way. We ought to do everything that we can to eliminate any strife 
Any contention. We say we're lost. We're concerned about lost souls. Then let's show them that we're concerned about lost souls. I hope and I pray that I never have to preach another message like this. This is the kind of stuff it crawls in bed with. Because I love y'all. I love you. I love this church. And I know what she's capable of doing. It. We just witnessed two months ago on a Sunday morning what God can do here, didn't we? Folks, I want to keep saying it. So I'm telling you this morning, I don't know if anything's going on, and I don't want to know if anything's going on. But I'll say this. You got ought against your brother, go to your brother. He won't hear you like somebody will. What is gospel and what is it not? If we don't have nothing good to say, let's just not say it. How about that? That's my message today. I hope it's a help to you. I hope it's a help to our church. I hope it's a help that we might exalt the Lord Jesus Christ. That's my desire. I told you, I told them Friday over there at the Siloam Association, I said it this way. I said everything that we do ought to be about the Lord Jesus. You say, well, where was Jesus in this today? Well, he said out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Today, let's let the good treasures of our heart go forth. There's enough bad in the world. Let's love one another. Let's pray for one another. Let's show our young people of our church what our church is capable of. I love you. I'm doing Brother, if you'd get us a song. Y'all may not want to shake my hand today. 